trash talking about donuts from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one whole two fried hot tossed we're your guides randy and rob and sometimes four yes welcome to talking trash i'm rob and i'm randy we're here to talk about donuts donuts again yep and this week, Randy, who are we going? Who are we pitting against each other? Wegmans versus Tops. The classic grocery sh- grocery store showdown. It's hard to say. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo versus Rochester, and we have several guests on the pod today. So uh, one is a, a fan favorite, Chris. Welcome to the pod. Hey, everybody! Thanks for having me back. It's good to be here. You might know him from one of our most uh, applauded episodes, Bright and Hots. Yes, that was definitely one of your episodes. That was an episode. <laughs> no, we, we actually got a lot of favorable feedback on that one. <laughs> um, Still feeling that Max salad. Oh my gosh. Did they go out of business? Uh, I, was, I was actually down there over the weekend and they were, uh, looked like they were open. I don't know. Well, the I sign was still up at least. I still have one of those coupons, so hopefully uh, <laughs> maybe they'll honor it like a year and a half later. Um, we also have Andy, who's pretty much just a, a co-host at this point. Self-proclaimed fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have Tim, who's going to share some, some insights about Wegmans Donuts, and my brother Pat, who's going to share some insights about Tops in general. So, uh, so Tim... You said you have something specific to share regarding social media. Is this correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. Um, this actually has to do with the last podcast. I know that we're going tops via Wegmans right now. Yep. Um, all over social media, um, I heard a rant about an old crotchety guy on the last podcast. Um <laughs> And uh, I wanted to just set the record straight that I was told by my former colleague at Olympia that I had a role to play on the podcast. And I thought I did a great job of it. And, and to only be dumped on <laughs> from your colleagues at Spencerport crushed me. Uh, it was, you were, you were complimented. You, you added this, uh, this extra spice to the podcast that she said is necessary. She, she you imply that you should be on every episode. Yeah. She, she, I think she said you reminded her of Ed O'Neill from modern family. And that's the role you, t- that's the role you told me to play. I thought I, I did a pretty good job of it. Yeah. Um, Tim, when we have you on again, if you want to stay through this one, you can, but you said that you had somewhere to go. Um, when we have you on again, if you want to be yourself next time and we can see what you're really like, that's, yeah. that's perfect. Okay. That would be awesome. Awesome. So uh, just uh, a, a couple quips. Um, I have not, rem- I don't think I've ever had Tops Donuts, but um, I did share with you on the last podcast that I'm a huge fan of the Wegmans white cream. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the... Um, backdrop to what my thought process was in the last podcast um and uh i know that you guys normally end with you know something that we want to share 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I'm going to go back and watch the end of the Bills game about 20 times <laughs> over. Oh. So I hope everybody has a great day. Um, uh, I hope that didn't hurt anybody's feelings. Um, I'm out. Good day. Thanks for coming on, Coach. <laughs> Always a pleasure. So wait, does Thank he you. not like the Bills? I don't get it. He, uh, he's a Browns fan. I don't know if you've heard of the Cleveland Browns, but yeah. They, they still uh, have a football team there? The JV team? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, he's back. Timmy's back. Have a good one, guys. All I'll right, talk to you. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, bye-bye. So uh, a few of us have some different perspectives on these two places. Um, Andy, my brother, and myself are all from Buffalo. So, you know, we were used to – I mean, we had Wegmans growing up as well, but, you know, Tops originated in, in, in Buffalo. Um, Randy and Chris, you're some Rochester dudes. So you've always – have you always been Team Wegmans in general? Um, no, I have not. I haven't really had a team. Uh, I just really have never gotten donuts from either place that much that I can remember. So yeah, this was a new experience for me. Chris, what do you think? Uh, so that's kind of a funny story growing up. Uh, we were not on team wagons. My family, we always went to the other smaller grocery store in, uh, in Webster because partly that grocery store was never really crowded. So I never really truly appreciated Wegmans until I went to college. Uh, And then once I moved back and really was living on my own and realized how amazing Wegmans is, that's when I I was totally on Team Wegmans and I am a Team Wegmans person right now. When I was first touring for college, we were on the tour and the guy, the tour guide kept talking about, um, you know, the bus to Wegmans, going to Wegmans. right when he was explaining the i i i i on the the main clock he was telling about wegmans too and so when uh this lady she's obviously from long island goes sir you keep talking about wegmans what's wegmans and he goes ma'am all i gotta tell you is if heaven had a grocery store it would be a wegmans so that's that's it wow that's uh that's a pretty strong statement uh (laughs) about Wegmans Andy what, what were, it's pretty true what it, it's uh it's a great story the way you shared that was almost like one of those movies where um like the the main character has like some girl that's right in front of him and he doesn't realize how beautiful she is until like the very end of the, the end of the movie that's that's Wegmans for you yeah, yeah it's like you you grow up with the perfect girl next door and you don't realize it until you're about to marry some other girl and then you look and you're like oh my god Wegmans was next door to me the whole time. I should marry that store. I I got I don't think anyone listening to the podcast made that connection. I think everybody did. <laughs> so uh, me, well, what's what's tops in that analogy though? The trashy girl that lives next door to you, and you're like, uh, why does Wegmans have to be trashy right out of the gate? Oh, why or, why does tops have to be trashy right out of the gate? Do we, so. This is my brother who is a tops supporter. So, Pat, let's hear it. Why do you like Tops? I'm going to say I'm a Tops realist. I will agree with the um, analogy of Wegmans being this dream girl because, like most women, they're confusing. Wegmans is always gigantic and set up all different. I can't dispute the quality of the food. Their cheese section alone is insane. Top notch. You're not going to get that at, at Tops. 
you're going to get some good cheeses, but they're not going to have half the stuff. I get that. But Tops is set up the same way in almost probably 90% of the Tops you go into, you're going to know exactly where you need to go in and out. They got what you need. Tops never stops. Also, are we getting into the donuts or do I not even mention the donuts? Not I think yet. I think we should um, play off. I, I didn't know about this until recently. Laurel told me that Tops had a couple jingles that were edited a little bit to make them funny. So one of them was Tops never stops mopping the floors. I'd never heard that one before. <laughs> I sung that one all the time in elementary school. <laughs> Is that a bad um, thing? Yeah, exactly. Very cleanly. Clean. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I guess they're very clean. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, clean. You're clean. So that's the only one that I was sent. So if I get another one, I'll say it. <laughs> the one we used to sing was Tops Never Stops Ripping You Off. That, that's funny. That's remember when Tops used to have the best produce because of Walter? You guys remember that? Walter. I do remember Walter. No. <laughs> Too bad we're not going to okay. describe them. You're going to have to YouTube them. That's that? so no. funny. Rob, Rob like set this whole segment up at, under the guise that like people from Buffalo know everything about Tops. And I'm like, we <laughs> were not a Tops family, no. and Rob doesn't know who Walter is. <laughs> it's so like we. I go we to were... Tops still several times a week. I mean, there's a Tops right down the street. No clue. So Pat, one thing, Walter aside, let's let's push Walter to the side a little bit. Sure. I asked you on here because, yes, you support Tops, but you also have a crazy top story. Um, and yes. I also have a crazy top story as well. So how yes. about – I think this highlights the difference between Tops and Wegmans. And so, I cut in real quick. Yes. Um, I just wanted to introduce Pat. He just joined the podcast, Pat, from many other podcasts you've listened to with us. I just want to say hi, Pat. Oh, hey, guys. What's going on? Okay. That's well, other Pat, not other to Pat. With the other See, this Pat. This is where it's going to get confusing. I'm just kidding. Okay, Pat, my brother, Pat. Yes. Will you share your tops crazy story. Wait, who I will. said that? This... Who said that? Rob or Chris? Because if Pat, my, my brother, Pat. Yeah, my brother, Pat. They're both brothers. Are named Pat. <laughs> I thought this one through. It's getting wild on the podcast tonight. So confusing. Pat's everywhere you look. So I was at Tops. This was probably. I don't even know, maybe seven years ago. Time frame doesn't really matter. Uh, location, if you know the area, was Sheridan and Delaware. So kind of like Kenmore, Tonawanda area, North Buffalo creeping in. And uh, pulled up, it's like a Saturday, <laughs> you know, Saturday afternoon. Um, and I, I was feeling a little bit loose, you know, I was hanging out, whatever, cruising, jamming to some tunes, going to pop in, grab whatever, super easily and quickly because I don't know where everything is. Um, and as I'm walking in, there's this guy just not, I, I don't want to say sprinting. He's really having a tough time. Older gentleman, tall, probably early sixties, but he's in rough shape, white knuckle in a cart. And he's got it stacked with maybe, I mean, as many 30 racks as a cart could possibly handle of Bud Light. And then he's carrying a bunt cake and one four pack of TP. And he's just booking it for the, uh, for this, uh, like, van. So I pull up, and it, it happens super quick. A manager's coming out, and they square off. And you can tell that neither of them have ever been in a physical altercation in their life. So <laughs> they just are locked up. But this guy is big. 
So I just I get out and I just fly because this is maybe like diagonal from my vehicle. I see it kind of happening and I run over and I just bury the guy into this van, take him down to the ground. I mean, he was, it was way easier that he was hammered. So it wasn't like it was some big heroic feat. I mean, it was like throwing an empty trash can to the ground. And then out of nowhere, um, this like brigade of black shirts, uh, polo shirt wearing tops employees, faithful employees, all looking very professional, come sprinting out and they like surround everybody. Everybody walks in and like nobody said anything to me, which I wasn't like, I didn't need anything really, but like a thank you or, you know, even just, I would have taken a, a wave as <laughs> none of that occurred. And I just went in and went shopping and uh, that guy got arrested. That was and my that's the last time you saw Walter. That, that was, was Walter. Walter. <laughs> One of those thirty racks maybe doesn't make it back in the in the store. You know, maybe we'll see for the effort. You don't know what happened. <laughs> and and my top story is similar in that it's insane. Um, also took place on like a Saturday afternoon. I think it was the same tops. And you were in the store, and I was just hanging out in the parking lot. And some some woman Bob was wasted with a cart full of 30 racks. I was trying racks. to get the cart to my white van full of 30 racks of my favorite beer. But I forgot the bunt cake, so I had to go back in. <laughs> some guy just tackled me out of nowhere. And it was yeah. so like, what the heck, man? No, this this woman is getting into this blowout argument with this dude, and she's screaming, and, and I'm just like, what the heck's going on? And then she just pulled her shirt down and exposed her bare breasts to the entire parking lot and was like this is what you're gonna miss you're not gonna have this anymore and i'm just like what I, my dad was there too like we looked at each other like is this is this happening in it just it, it you know they're they were both i think a little bit messed up on something but you know this is like a, again a saturday saturday afternoon this is like a daytime shopping thing and you know I don't know about you guys, but I can't think of a single noteworthy story of any Wegmans visit I've ever had. But I was furious that I missed that and was inside. I'll just state that. We weren't missing much. So I would say um, on this episode of Talking Allen's, where we rate um, Allen's story versus Allen's story, I would say, Rob, yours was probably a 4.5. The content was good, but I'd say the delivery was a little weak. And Pat, yours was a 5 out of 5. Knocked it out of the park. Appreciate um, that. That goes a long yeah, way. No problem. Yeah, Pat had the better like storytelling, yeah. but I almost think Rob's, like the actual content of Rob's story might be crazier. I don't know. I, you know what, Pat? You're right. I just wasn't sure what rating system. Are we rating him against all Allen stories or just – this specific Allen story. We're rating them against the ideal Allen story okay. of either shoplifting or uh, exposure. Okay. You know, you know what? You're right. I'm going to knock Pat down also. You know what? I'm calling it a tie. 4.5 each. Pat's is way crazier. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to do much in my story. I just like my mouth was just gaping with shock. Whereas you had actually put your, put your body in the line, I guess. I would like some explanation on the bunt cake and TP though. I still thought about that in detail. Like, obviously, this guy just wants to keep drinking forever. He's going to get hungry, so he's got his bunt cake to keep him going. And something for the next morning. Point, he's going to have to go to the bathroom. But there, he's got his TP. This is a good transition point, though, because uh, tops, yes, it kind of sucks. Yes, they never mop, or they 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 never stop mopping. They constantly mopping. They never stop mopping. The one thing they will always do is mop. 
you know, but, but tops, I think of as, as known more for their bakery. And actually one, one last top story, when I went to pick up all the donuts, I go, I'm, I'm at tops. It's like really early. Like they had just opened and I'm in the donut section. And this woman sees me just getting a dozen donuts and she's like, Oh, are you going to a brunch? And I'm like, no, I'm actually doing a donut competition between tops and Wegmans, which sounded insane. The second I said, it, she goes tops, tops is better. And then, and then she goes, I'm getting my donuts here. And then I'm going to go shopping at Wegmans. And I'm like, whoa, this, and she was wearing like a Mickey mouse mask with a matching Mickey mouse sweatshirt. Like, and now our seventh guest on the podcast, this lady, <laughs> Mickey mouse fan lady, <laughs> Karen Wilkinson. Welcome. She, she didn't, she didn't look at me like I was crazy when I shared the news of what we were about to do. And she just immediately said tops, like without even a, skipping a beat. So I always think tops has a pretty good bakery. What do you, what do you guys think? I mean, Wegmans has the flash, but I feel like Tops has the substance. Yeah, I, we've gotten at work, we've gotten like breakfast pizzas and stuff from Tops like a few times, and those were very, very good. Christie's um, school gets breakfast pizzas there, and we've gone there specifically to get breakfast pizza from Tops. It is awesome. That's a whole nother, yeah. that's a whole nother uh, topic because even on this pizza group I belong to uh, for Buffalo pizzas, there was a, there, everyone was talking about what? breakfast pizza. We're, we're going to circle back. To yeah, this. Come back to that. <laughs> For sure. No, keep talking about it, but I, I'd like to join the Buffalo Pizza Group. Oh, yes. You're, climb aboard. We want more members. We need it. Um, but the, and I didn't even realize this. They, they were like, what's the best breakfast pizza? And I was like, I thought it was not going to be like a shared opinion. And I was kind of like, I'll die on this hill, but Top's breakfast pizza is the best I've ever had. And a ton of people agreed with me. I'm like, this is a thing then. You know what I mean? I really didn't think it was, I had no idea, but it's really good. And and this don't this pizza group is this like a Facebook thing? Yeah. Oh, sweet. People I, just pop picks of pizza you got, you rate it. That's how I found out about Leonardi's being reopened under another name. Oh, they and, reopened? Yeah, they reopened. Okay, this is this is information that no one who's listening to this podcast will care about, no. but us two. But that's that's good yeah. to know. Um, yeah. And I had it, and it's about ninety nine percent the same recipe no that that matters to me rob that's the one that's the one i've never had that's good we're biased but it's the best so i'm gonna bring it back to the song i said this said it wrong it's tops never mops just look at their floors okay so i guess what sounds right is not now that's a sick burn yeah that- yeah, I'm never going there. They don't mop at all. Yeah. You know what I noticed? I, I picked the nicest tops I could find. And there was like, in the, in the middle of the store, there was this, you know, I'm kind of a, into tiles and, and grout. There was a, a spot in the store where there were three different kinds of tiles, un, mismatched tiles, all kind of like coalescing together in the middle of the store in this just mishmash of just, it, it was horrible. I was like, you know, Wegmans would have never pulled this. Like Wegmans will just do one kind of tile everywhere and it looks good and you don't notice it because it's just, they just do it right. But again, that's, if, that is, is that a part of the Wegmans does not have one tile everywhere. They have some really bumpy, weird orange tile in the produce section. And it's always refreshing when you leave the produce section <laughs> because you get to the smooth tile for the regular food aisles and your cart stops going. Yeah. That's if you can even find the produce section. Am I right, Pat? Hey, you have no idea. <laughs> That's intelligent design, section, though. Which is a good accident. You have no idea. You're a half a mile away. Oh, now I'm, now I'm buying a sub all of a sudden? 
why can't I just get some carrots? No idea where they are. Actually, he was talking to the other Pat. Sorry, Pat. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I agree. I should just. Okay. I mean, my story's done. So. <laughs> well, I, I think we've established that Tops is insane, um, but will they have the better donuts? Now is time to find out. Let's transition back. Randy, edit point. Put in the um, so you want to be a millionaire sound when they like refocus all the lights in between questions. <laughs> yeah, right there. Okay. <laughs> yes. So wait. So we're gonna throw in. You're gonna give me advice on edit points during the actual podcast. That's how you so, do it. You say okay. edit point, and then the the producer you will know that's where you put it in. Oh, oh but, but I gotta you, cut out. You, to but I gotta it? cut out you saying edit point. Right. You know what though? Pat already did it, and it sounded good. Pat A. <laughs> Can I, can I get my can I get my shot That's at true. it? Now let's rate him. <laughs> yeah, just, just has it. I thought it went do 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 wow wow. That's, That's actually pretty good. Sound um, I think it's, hey, dude. I think it's a good sound effect that is describing where the, the trajectory of this episode of the podcast. Uh, especially okay, sorry guys, I was just trying to help. No, I think that was a good edit point. I think that was a good note. Um, so let's let's get down to the donuts. So like last week, we we chose the same selection of donuts. Um, we got white creams, we got glazed, we got jellies, we got sour creams, fritters, and chocolate. And I think what we'll do, like we did last time, kind of go around, uh, share our highs, share our lows, share any surprises um, from from the session. So, um, so Andy, what, what do you think about those donuts from last week? So just give, give a quick overview is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Edit point. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so overall, do, should I, I, okay. Overall, uh, I thought that tops Wegmans tended to stand out. There was a couple donuts that were real, uh, that really stood apart from the rest. I was kind of shocked at, I get, I'll get a Wegmans donut every once in a while just because their bakery is nice and you just kind of walk past donuts. So every once in a while, you're just like, I'm just going to grab a donut, eat that on a car ride home type of move. And uh, I like their, I'm a big sour cream donut fan as we've discussed. And uh, that one especially, and most of the Wegmans donuts to me were kind of not that great. And I think because I would always eat those just sort of in isolation and they're, they're, they're fine, you know, but if you compare them to something else, it's a big difference. So I thought overall the tops ones were better. And uh, yeah, I think that the, the tops, it almost seemed like, yeah, they were more small batch ish. Like some of the Wegmans ones seemed kind of stale or kind of under, like overly dry or crunchy and, and maybe the tops just had a little more attention. I guess that's my overall takeaway. My scores were much more in favor of tops. Chris, what, what do you, what do you think? You're on mute still. I know I was good. You passed the test. I knew that. At a, at a point, cut that part out. <laughs> I think overall the, uh, the scores were pretty similar back and forth between Wegmans and Tops. Um, I think Tops got the edge by half a point to a point within each donut. 
Um, but what I realized is that apple fritters are disgusting and shouldn't even be considered a donut because they're gross. So well, one of them was that is for sure. Okay, okay, uh, Patrick, not my brother. Uh, what what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, so overall, um, just generally the difference between Wegmans and Tops, and uh, you know, like the the small shop donuts that we had you know, at the previous podcast, you know, there was a big difference there, like with Wegmans and Tops being significantly uh, not as good, I thought. Um, I mean, with that said, though, there was definitely some that stood out um, that Tops, uh, you know, I won't get into specifics, but just Tops had some really, really nice ones um, that I really liked. Uh, And yeah, it was weird. Like I thought Wegmans would be much better, you know, growing up, I felt like, and Chris, you can speak to this too. We had Wegmans a lot when we were uh, like wee lads, but um, yeah, so I thought they would do much better. And like, and it was just crazy to, to try it now and like just see that they're, it's kind of bad. <laughs> like they're just straight up kind of not, you know, they're yeah. not that good. They're very so, average donuts. Yeah. So that was just surprising to me. Rain Man? Um, I think Wegman's White Cream was perfect. That was ideal white cream. But Topps White Cream had a really different, interesting taste to it. And I actually gave it a four and a half out of five. Totally different white cream than I thought we had before. So I, I think everybody needs to go out and try a Topps White Cream because something was just, I think, in the recipe different. Other than that, I tried to make my ratings a little more consistent um, than last week. It looks like, looking at the spreadsheet, uh, Chris is now the new Randy. <laughs> stop talking yeah let's let's change things up a little bit and maybe do a round of our least favorites and then like we can talk about our our, our most favorites because these dudes didn't really share any donut specifics i think they went into generalities so um oh okay in well, let's, general, start with, let's start with you what's so your favorite donut in least general fa- least we favorite ate some donuts. Take long. <laughs> so your favorite was the white cream from from wegmans you said that was a per- you, you described it as a perfect donut. Yep. <laughs> what made it so good? I think I already described that. It was the ideal white cream. Um, so do you want me to go back what, and... What about what about the white cream? Because I, I thought it was kind of like, like not great. It was like what I would expect all white creams to taste like. This was exactly what I've ever always thought a white cream was. Um, but let me go on to the worst donut then, uh, which I thought was the chocolate from Tops. I thought it was Ooh. pretty bad. And I also thought the fritter from Wegmans was really bad too, but I think across the board we all did. Wait, you thought, um, that you thought the chocolate from Tops was worse than the fritter from Wegmans? Um, yes. Wow. Looking at the spreadsheet, I did, which is kind of weird. I guess... Maybe I should go back and change one of my scores because I thought the fritter from Wegmans was pretty bad. But here's where I kind of reevaluated. So this is what I was going to go into. Um, Last week, we talked about fritters. I said if it doesn't have apple in it, it's not a true apple fritter, and I gave it like a one. But I'm going to readjust that at this point because these two fritters did not have apple fritter in them, no apples in them that I could tell. So I'm going to just call them fritters. And the one from Tops was awesome. And I think everybody's probably going to 
go off on that. So I'll just stop there and we can move on to the next guest. Uh, Chris, what was your fave? I had, I love white cream donuts and I thought both the tops and the uh, Wegmans white cream donuts were good. <clears throat> um, I did give the tops one the edge. I thought I'm looking at my notes now. It just had a smoother cream filling. Um, and I, you know, it's different when you're eating it, comparing it to another one, you can really tell about the cream filling, but it was, it was just way better. The Wegmans cream was kind of, uh, you could take almost like taste the powdered sugar in it. Like it wasn't really blended well or mixed well, but the tops one was like biting into this cloud and then it just burst of sugar flavor in your, in your mouth. And it was like super soft. So the, definitely the tops white cream was the best donut on the list. Wow. Yeah. See, Randy, that's what I was going for. And I was asking about your white cream donut more, more stuff like Chris just did. It, use your descriptives. You, the, the listeners have to be able to taste it from your words. Sorry. I, you know what? I apologize. I think those are called adjectives, Chris, not descriptives. <laughs> uh, listen, some of us don't well English. <laughs> okay. On, on to Pat. What was your favorite donut, bud? So my two favorites, like the two highest rated I had were the Topps Jelly. Um, that, that was a great jelly donut with a nice twist. It had that like nice vanilla icing on the top um, with the glazed donut. And the jelly itself was really good too. So that one really stood out for me. That was, that was a highlight. And then the, and then, and so actually also, I just noticed in looking at my sheet, I entered some of the scores in backwards on the spreadsheet. So I just went in and fixed that. Um, but so the, so now I gotta make sure I get it right it would be the tops white cream was really, really good as well. Um, I thought that was, that was real tasty. Uh, again, not, not like it, nothing to me really stood out. It was just like a solid white cream donut and I like white cream. Um, and also too, like comparatively, I thought the Wegmans white cream was very bad. So. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Andy. Uh, yeah, I was actually just looking at the spreadsheet before you shared it, Rob, because I noticed that I did not put a score down for the Wegmans sour cream. So I went in to fix it and I realized as I was changing my or entering my score that I, the one I imagined matched the one I had put on the screen. So that was good consistency. And then I noticed as I was doing that, Randy was talking about that fritter from Wegmans and it was so bad. And we all just kept joking about how bad it was. It was like a brick. So I changed that score from a two to a one. That that was the worst donut we've had in this whole competition. So I'm I'm looking at my note sheet and I remember I took three bites of that fritter. I took a bite and then gave it a two. Took another bite and dropped it to a one. I took a third bite and just gave it a zero. It was so bad. I stand by the fact that I can't give a zero, but Chris, this is the closest I've ever come. I didn't even give it to my kids and they're two years old and they don't care about anything. So I got two comments actually. One is I got, you know, I re-listened to the episode from last week. I got knocked down for first changing the spreadsheet mid podcast, which it looks like everybody else is doing, but me right now. I didn't do that. And also for giving donuts a one, cause how could a donut ever be a one? Because donuts are always better than a one. So hey. I'm just saying, sounds like, uh, sounds like you guys are coming on a team Randy now. Uh, that donut was a one. There was no donut like that the first week. Well, you know what? Then change mine to a one. I only gave it a two and a half. So nobody gave me a hard time about it. 
<laughs> hey, whatever, I, man. Stand by your gut. Stand by nope. your uh, takes. That's your. I'm fault. easily swayed. You caved. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm sticking by the one. And no, I we never change the spreadsheet mid podcast. So it's impossible to change it, Randy. Uh, I just want to mention that uh, I actually liked the Wegman Spritter. What? I didn't think it was that bad, and I knew I was the only one who thought that. But also, I don't think I can speak to fritters that well because I hate them just in general. So it just shows three. what my palate is. Like for eating fritters. handfuls of sand? Three point five—that's insane. More like a brick of sand. I don't know. It was. It was. It, was, it had a nice crunch to it. I don't know. It was good. And he like, gave, fritters aren't supposed to be crunchy. That's what the, I mean. I don't like fritters, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm eating. The tops fritter, a full point less, which was, by all accounts, a top three donut <laughs> that, by everybody. That, I think, is the bigger problem. Pat, why did you give that one a lesser score? What about that one did you not like? Um, so, let's see what I wrote. It, oh, like, tasted delicious. weird. The back half. So, like, when you first bought, bit, when I first bit into it, I thought it was, like, okay, and it tasted good. And then as I ate it, it got, like, somehow got blander and just, like, just, it just didn't taste as good. And I didn't like it. No, this, sir. I don't like it. This blows my mind. I like your descriptors, Pat. <laughs> Thanks. And, and Rob's brother left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we lost the listener, listener live. What happened week. to Pat? outraged at my rating of the Wegman Spreader. He's too many pats. It's, uh, yeah, that, that, that's insane, Pat. That might be the craziest thing that's ever been said on this podcast. I, I cannot, I cannot, I can't wrap my head around that. That's ins- that, that donut was the worst donut I've maybe had in my entire life. I gave it a one and a half. And I, I was one of those people who thought you can't get less than a two if it's a real donut, like a place that makes actual donuts. Um, you know, I said like those Entiments, you know, crappy ones you get at like a Seven Eleven. Okay, whatever. But this was worse than that. I wrote dry, crunchy, and fluffy. Somehow it was both crunchy and fluffy. No filling. Vending machine-ish. Church basement donut. Well, that that kind of goes with what I was trying to get across earlier, and I think we discussed it as a group a little bit. Where it's like that feels like the fritter was cooked and it was overcooked. And it just sat there for like four hours. Then they glazed it. And it's like, it didn't seal any of the moisture in or anything. You know what I mean? Like it just seemed like eating a bunch of rocks. Yeah. But this might explain it. Cause if I remember correctly, Pat goes to donut church. I was just and- going to say, uh, uh, Rob, I, I kind of, I developed my donut palette in the church basement. So you might actually be onto something. Maybe it's bringing back this wave of nostalgia for me. I don't know. Church of Latter-day Donuts. Come was, on, come on. Edit that point. That's an edit point. I'll get I'm uh, out of here. that joke out. Uh, we don't want to offend our Mormon listeners. Just insert uh, some uproarious laughter. Yes. <laughs> Help me out with that one. Um, yeah, you know, when I, when I went into this, I, I got into white cream donuts through Tops. And they had a different recipe. The white cream was different. I, I think it's more akin to like a donut's delight one, uh, like the cream itself. And they kind of changed over the years, I think, to be a little bit more like Wegmans. Um, and I, it was a bad change, I thought. And I actually did like the Wegmans white cream better. But for me, I'm kind of with, with Pat on this. I thought my best donut of the day was the, the jelly from Tops. That icing was incredible. The jelly was great. I don't really like jelly donuts, but if they came like this, I'd eat them all the time. And a close second was the fritter from Tops, which 
as Randy said, didn't really have any apple filling, but it was really soft. Um, great flavor, great coating. More almost like a cinnamon sugar kind of donut than like an apple-y donut. But I thought it was, I thought it was incredible. I said I put buttery also. So it was, it was great. I, I thought the, I thought both jelly donuts were not great personally. I, I think because I like the traditional powdered sugar. Neither of these, I don't believe, were powdered sugar donuts. The Wegmans one was just like glazed, if I recall. And the yes. tops just had that weird white, that I thought it didn't taste great, but I, I totally get it if you thought it went well. Uh, I didn't like that white frosting, but I, I think I'm a, it's because I'm a powdered sugar purist on the jellies. Gotcha. I gave them both just a middling score because I wasn't super impressed. Pat, you but might that, have shared this. What was your if if that fritter wasn't your least favorite? What was your least favorite? So my least favorite was the sour cream from Wegmans. That gave that a one because okay. that was just that was straight awful. It was bad. So and especially a like, lot of ones going around here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there were some bad donuts in this round though. Like they really, there were really some ones. The cho- uh, we haven't even talked about the two chocolate donuts. They were terrible. I would expect worse donuts in the grocery store donut off than in the professional donut chains, right? That that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, I I was disappointed by that sour cream from Wegmans, but I was com- in complete agreement that the one from Tops was way better. It was yes. better. It was mm-hmm. more like buttery. It had that big ridge filled with the glazed in there, and it I don't know. It it was what did we say? It almost had like. The the one last week from from Donut Slay was like uh, what did we say kind of coconutty and yeah. this one almost had like a tropical thing to what did we say like pineapple or something yeah someone right? said pineapple. pineapple it was delicious I'm I'm looking at my score sheet I think I mixed those two up because <laughs> I love sour cream donuts too and my Wegmans one has a four point five and I gave tops a two that doesn't make sense no there's no mine way. was like the exact I'm, I'm pretty opposite. sure I flipped those yeah. Sour cream A was from Wegmans. That was the dry one. And sour cream B was from Tops. That was the buttery, smooth, delicious one. No, I see. I see what I did. Yes. No, I do agree with that. The Tops one was way better. My guess was wrong. That's what okay. it is. But that might have, might have influenced my score because I, if I copied it wrong. The Wegmans one looked very good. Like it had that like <laughs> thick, thick amount of like um, icing, like almost like a little river of icing around the, the rim of it. Like it looked really good and it just tasted like garbage. So yeah. I, I'm going to piggyback off that, Rob. What I thought was the Wegmans one was really dry, but the taste I thought was really good, but the texture was bad where the tops one, the taste was kind of like cardboard, but the texture was really good. So that's where it was kind of tough. And neither one were really, I would never get either one again, though. Yeah, it, it was kind of a huge disappointment after last week was they were such a revelation at both places. And then all of a sudden you come here and they were just such a letdown. Just remember, guys, if you disagree with Randy, just keep it to yourself. He's pretty sensitive. He might go change all his scores again. <laughs> get all mad about it next I, Guys, I was so excited tonight. I was like, listen, I've got some good scores, nothing too crazy. I did it perfectly. Nothing nothing below a two. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm the only one who's got it together. Tonight. People are throwing out zeros. Yeah, people are throwing out zeros. And no one else is batting an eye. <laughs> I think, I think the, the flavor of these donuts was 
was like like Andy said was such a stark difference from how amazing the donuts were the previous time that this was like such a huge drop off in disappointment. I, I couldn't believe it. It was really bad. In my, in my scores, I had two donuts far and away better than the rest. It was the top sour cream and the tops fritter. And I think both of them, the key to them was that they were much more moist. The, the fritter was almost like greasy to a point that it was almost too greasy. And that's something that Christy said, my wife, she was helping us out her school. They get donuts from tops all the time. And she's like, sometimes you'll bite into one. And like, you can see the grease coming out of it. So like, it, it's like, you know, you're dancing with the devil a little bit. It makes your donuts really good. But if you go too far, then it's like, they're inedible because there's so much grease left over in there. So I, I thought they did a really good job on those two donuts. Those are my favorites by far. I think they were a full point ahead of all other donuts. Yeah. And I think what you said something a little bit earlier too, that I think rings true that, you know, Wegmans is such a big corporation now that I bet you that they just, they, they do all the dough and, and they do all the making of it. Like at some central location, like factory style and just kind of either send them out frozen or, or bake them in one central location and ship them to the stores. Whereas I feel like tops is still small enough that they probably still bake in house, which I think could, could be a difference in the quality. Yeah. The last time I think I... Wegmans still bake some in store because they have a, the, at least my Wegmans has a giant bakery section where they make all the cakes and everything. So I bet they're making the donuts. They might get, the ingredients from a central location but i'm they're they gotta still be making everything there they're all fake ovens chris have you ever actually looked into them it's, no they're i've never actually cardboard. seen i've never actually put my hand into the oven to feel it maybe that's so why that right. sour cream uh tasted like cardboard or andy or was that a top stone it's too confusing <laughs> uh, well any any final thoughts guys about about the these two these two places uh, you know what would you say to somebody who's looking to 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 get a quick dozen i'd just go tops like that lady <laughs> you ran into i love rob uh talks about this lady as if she's uh some sort of like unbiased reporter as she's in line for donuts at tops at seven in the morning <laughs> she's pro wegmans though she still shops at wegmans you know she's she dabbles in both honestly i would say if you're you're get, trying to get a quick dozen Go to a donut place drive-through. Don't go to Tops or Wegmans for a quick dozen. I think you, if you're like picking up, picking up some donuts for breakfast while you're doing your grocery shopping, sure, get them at Tops or get them at Wegmans. But I wouldn't recommend this to go get if you want a quality donut. Yeah, if you're investing in a dozen donuts, go to a do it right. Go to like a donut shop. If you're just like, like I know me and my wife when we're shopping once in a while, we to appease the kids, we'll just throw a donut at them just so, so they eat it and are just quiet while we can do our shopping. Literally uh, so chuck it at their face. That's, that's right. Just we we try to throw it into their mouth while it's open. Uh, you know, do you know if you're, you're doing that, that's fine. But if you're trying to get the dozen or whatever, do it right. Go, you know, go to a donut shop. I I have been promoting big time at work the tops fritter though because that was an insane donut like i've never had a donut like that and it was andy put it perfectly about how it's like the perfect amount of i think grease or oil that they they do it in and then when they take it out it's like any longer and it would be too much i think you're saying andy so i i've been telling everybody to try you know that. randy is uh it's nice to hear you come around on the fritters I, i'm not even hugely <laughs> pro fritter but it's just nice to see that one was that one was really good People, people can change, you know, and I think that we've, we've showed that on this podcast. 
especially fritter is no fritter if you put a lot of pressure on randy he'll change pretty easily doesn't even have to be a lot (laughs) randy just say you don't like fritters i love fritters now though especially if they don't don't have apple in them randy fritters are so gross you don't you shouldn't like fritters they're really bad Pat, actually, though, going back to your hatred of fritters, I did dip the one that everybody hated in the jelly from the, the leftover jelly from the donuts, and it was pretty good. So maybe that's what happened is you got jelly on yours. I, don't know. I, I actually have one more thing, Rob. We, we paid – not a word has been spoken about the glazed donuts, which kind of makes <laughs> sense. Although, honestly, I rated those higher than a lot of other yeah, donuts. Yeah. They were both 3.0 or up. They were good, yeah. solid glazed donuts. Yeah, and the, same we mentioned the chocolate briefly because someone said one of the chocolates was their least favorite. I think both those chocolates were not great, especially compared to that like red velvetish one we had last week. Where mm-hmm. was that from? Ridge. Yeah, uh, the one that was like redder. No, I think the redder one was actually donuts. To, no, it was that Ridge. One, it was definitely that one was so good. Yep. And the ones we had this week were the same, just kind of dry, not meh. Looking at one thing I noticed too, you know, you're right. Both the jellies were, or the, the glaze were, were decent. For me, I, I had Wegmans white cream at three and a half or uh, 3.75. And, and also the jelly was pretty decent from Wegmans. I feel like if you put a filling in one of these donuts, you're going to lower the, the dryness, uh, you know, part of it. So in, in that sense, I think um, I thought Wegmans white cream, even though I, I, you know, came on board of the white cream donuts at tops, I would grab a, a Wegmans white cream donut. That's one donut I would actually buy at Wegmans. So agree. Yeah, I don't really like white cream donuts, sure. but that was the highest rated Wegmans that I had was the white cream. Yep, same. Okay. Well, uh, I think we've decided that uh, Wegmans has terrible donuts for the most part, and Tops has okay donuts. Let's see, Wegmans. The average score for all the donuts was two point six. And for tops, the average score is 3.4. That's almost a full point. That's pretty significant difference. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big difference with all of those ratings in there. So let's jump, let's jump tabs real quick, though. So, okay, let's say 3.4 for tops. Let's look at Ridge and Donuts Delight. I've got it okay. right here. Do you want me to say it? 3.6 three, three, and 3.8. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Although I feel like the difference between Donuts Delight at 3.6 and tops at 3.4, I feel like they're not even in the same universe. As far, you know, as far as quality goes, like, I feel like that, I feel like our, well, our scales aren't exactly accurate week to week, obviously. Hashtag inner donut reliability. <laughs> or person to person, or we're also changing the chart about every two minutes during the podcast. And I didn't, I wasn't participating in the first round. I cyber bullied Randy all week to lower his scores. <laughs> Wait, I thought I was supposed to raise my scores. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is the scores are perfectly accurate. Sounds yep. good. Yes. Yeah. I think I think it's almost easier instinctively to give a low score than it is to give a perfect five. It, like, I don't think there's a ton of perfect fives, but there's, well, there's no zeros either. Is it a one to five scale or zero? It's zero. I gave there, a zero. There is a zero. Yeah. Okay. It's more of a qualitative podcast than a quantitative, I think, right? yeah or not okay sure. yeah yeah I don't, I don't know if it's supposed to edit be, but edit point <laughs> <laughs> should i say it's more of a quantitative podcast than a qualitative dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so guys i think that uh <laughs> i think that 
that wraps up a rather uninspiring um, donut tasting session. Um, Tops and Wegmans, but I think it was good to good to kind of pit them head to head, and I think we we came to some conclusions. Rob, um, it was interesting to hear Chris say earlier, if you're talk, telling someone Wegmans or Tops, he said maybe just go to a drive-through. I mean, because maybe that would be yeah. an interesting matchup. Yeah, we we have talked about doing Tim Hortons versus Duncan uh, in the near future, so um, we're teasing that potential uh, matchup coming up probably in the next two weeks. And also, Chris mentioned he he he. It has gone unnamed to this point, but I believe he was talking about Hegedorns when he was talking about that, these. That's the one. The store in Webster. It has come up that that they have good donuts as well. Hagedorn's does have pretty good they donuts. They have a great bakery. And we also didn't didn't we just have who was it Randy's friend who who went to that small shop down in like Honeyway? I'm like that might be a good matchup too for for down the road or maybe next time around when we do this. I know we already have a lot of contestants this year. Yeah. I mean you can never have too many donuts. Unless they're from Wegmans, and then you can definitely have too many. Yeah. And, and actually, Rob, you were just telling me, I can't remember, but Hagedorns has a slogan or saying too. What was it again? Uh, you're, I know you're setting me up to, to tell a joke, but I'm really tired. Uh, more like Hagedons. No, what, what, what is it? Did I really tell you something? Yeah, it was like Tops never stops mopping the floors, and then you did one with Hagedorns, but I can't remember what it was. You don't remember? I definitely did not ever say anything to you about Hagedorns. At a point. <laughs> At a point, I guess. <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about Hagedorns. Are you sure it wasn't like Pat that said this to you? Uh, no, I'm, I'm positive it was you. That felt like you were trying to set him up for just like, and, and Rob was, was not taking the bait. I was going to try to do a yes and situation, but I couldn't think of anything because it's such a weird w- word. Like you can't rhyme anything. With and Hagedorns. you can't get the top song out of your head. You're just like, <laughs> Hagedorns. Hagadorns. More like Hagadonts. <laughs> that was Yo! the best one. That's, that's a killer Save you, Rob. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Um, okay. I think that I think that's a, a great stopping point for uh talking about tops and wegmans. Um guys, let's uh let's rock some plugs. So um we'll start with Pat. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug this week? Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris, do you have anything you'd like to plug this week? I sure do. I'd like to plug our new podcast, The Cast Bringers. Whoop, whoop. We got we have an icon made. Okay, That's tell us it. more about this pod. What's it going to be about? Working on it. Okay, wow. We just have a cool name and a and a cool icon. So it's more of a tease than a plug. Yeah. Yeah, teaser coming soon. TM. It's called wait. What's it called? Cast makers. Cast about, like, bringers. Making, making people like, no cast, cast bringers. <laughs> Bring. We're bringing cat. It's about it's, but, it's a medical don't, podcast don't you, about you, when you rock. break break a bone. How to bring someone to get a cast? Okay, but Rob. If it was called Cast Makers, what what do you think it would be about? It would be about like yeah, like like wrapping um wrapping broken bones in plaster to help set them. Correct. Yep. yep. Wouldn't it be spellcasters? No, it's already a video game. I, I was teasing. It's actually about uh, it's an Uber-based podcast for people who are going to audition for movies to be on the cast or plays, Ooh. and we're interviewing them in the Uber they take to the audition. 
Wow, that's pretty cool. Bring bring the cast, cast bringers. It's it. like Cash Cab, but not really like it at all, right? Yeah, except there's cash no cast. cab and we don't have any cash. <laughs> or a cab. Yeah, I said no cab. Do you think our name should be Cast Cab then? Instead of cast bringers? That maybe Should we transport better? them in a cab to the cast auditions? <laughs> Rob, thought- Rob's dumb interruption has changed the entire place that this podcast was going wait. now you have to get a taxi and you have to interview okay uh, way over on. budget now thanks no, 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 wait. chris i thought it was going to be about um actors who are trying out for parts to you know at the salvation army where you stand outside and you have the bell and you want people to donate cast b ringers i thought that was it b for bell of course yeah. cast bell ringers yes <laughs> okay well uh Randy? It's actually, it's actually um, we're interviewing Cassie B as she rings for <laughs> the Salvation Army. I'm glad you got that one in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a singer, right? I thought it was Cardi B. What I meant. Oh, Cardi. <laughs> Cardi Bringers. That's Card Bringers. <laughs> That's a totally, totally different podcast. At it point. <laughs> so, uh, Randy, uh, what would you like to plug? Um, I was going to plug cast bringers, but I can do something else. Uh, I will, I'll plug, um, oh, can you go to Andy real quick? I got to bring up the guy's name. Andy. Oh, I, got, I got a few. Yeah. Okay. Well, Pat passed, so I'm going to take his. I got two quick ones. Number one, I've been, I've been telling everyone, including my students at school, that my favorite Halloween candy is Kit Kat for years and years. And this year... I decided to switch that and I told them that it was Twix because usually my kids are super sweet and they'll like give me one of their pieces of Halloween candy. It's kind of funny. So I like talk about how much I love the candy and then like a couple of kids will bring me a candy. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was like, but you know, I've had a bazillion Kit Kats. I said it was Twix. Twix is delicious. It's such a good candy. Regular Twix. It's amazing. So yeah. Twix, plugging that over Kit Kat. Are you talking lefty, lefty or righty though? I don't discriminate. Either one. Wow. I did get a bunch of right Twix though. They were good. Um, and my other plug to promote something is I recently had lunchtime slices of pizza from T- Pontillo's Pizza at Bushnell's Basin. And it's awesome. They just crank out slices and you just go in. They have them like ready immediately and they just have stacks of blue cheese and sweet and sour sauce. That's just like free to, you just grab what you want and you head out. It's their lunch slices are awesome. And you just get like, I got a pepperoni in it. They make delicious Buffalo chicken pizza. Pat. Oh, it's just so funny that you mentioned that because at like a bunch of the nurses that my wife works with, uh, they talk about that specific Pontillo's all the time as being like a great pizzeria. So like last week we got a pizza from there and there's like this whole certain way you have to order it. Like, like well done extra dough like I don't, I don't totally know how it is but um and it was it was very good it's just funny though because like i've had other pontillo's pizza from other places before and like generally thought their pizza was pretty trashy uh and this one was like quite good so it's just I don't know, it's just funny yeah. that you brought that up about how like their slices are super good too it's there's some some you know local guy on instagram who does pizza slices reviews or something and he's like oh yeah this one's very different than the other pontillos because i'm the same way i just think it's like eh it's fine but uh yeah that was really good i think pontillos is one of those places where they there is a huge variation based on which one you go to whereas like 
all, for me, like every Marks I've been to is pretty yeah. consistent. Every single, uh, what's the other one that everybody loves? Salvatore's. Salvatore's are all pretty much the same, but Pontillo's are like all over the place. Yeah. Oh, and okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm like talking a lot here, but I do have a funny story for you because I, I was going to plug our annual tradition of going to Rob's house. I know I've gone every year for the past years of making homemade eggnog. And it kind of all started when we found this recipe. It's like there was Ben Franklin's recipe and there's another recipe and Rob found this article and we, we made eggnog and it's, you make the eggnog and you put enough, um, there's enough alcohol in it that it can just sit and like mellow together. So you make it at Thanksgiving and you can drink it at like Christmas time. And you just put it in a cabinet, slightly covered, like you want it open so air can flow in and out. Well, we made it last year. I ate like, or drank like half of my batch. And I was like, well, let's just let one sit for a long time and let it mellow and see if it lasts until next year and we'll drink it. And, you know, I've left it in there for several months at a time and it's been fine. But <laughs> the other day I kept noticing in my house that there was like, a fruit fly and I couldn't kill it. And I was just like, I couldn't get it. And I'm like, Oh, it must be the same fruit fly. No, we were looking for like our cast iron skillet the other day. And that's like in the same little cupboard that we keep the noggin. And there was, <laughs> there was like maggots all around. Oh no. <laughs> little tiny ones. And like, so I'm guessing some bit of organic material, maybe a fly found its way in there and died in it or something. Cause the whole inside of the jar, it's just a little Mason jar became like moldy and crusted. And I like was looking at it. I'm like, I couldn't tell, like did like a mouse somehow get in here or something. And then I moved the mug and on the inside of the mug, it was like the inside of a cave in a movie when there's bats, they all just started like fluttering their wings. So I like covered it immediately. And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so don't keep your eggnog for that long, but I do look forward to making new eggnog this year. It was so gross. Well, Andy, I've got good news. My batch from last year does not have any maggots in it. It's ready to roll. <laughs> I can't wait to try it, even after that gross experience. It's, well, it's, it's been sealed off, though. I didn't keep it loosely covered. I kept it fully covered. So it yeah. is, uh, I think it is pretty much. Oh, then you know what? I don't even want to drink it. <laughs> I mean, it's loosely covered. Okay, um, <laughs> so, Randy, uh, what's, what's, your, uh, what's your plug? Uh, so I was going to plug uh, this guy I met, Larry DeCook. But then as I was going through my pictures to send you guys something, to talk about, I realized I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to plug looking at your beer before you drink it as you take it out of the fridge. Because as you guys can see, I sent you a picture of a beer that I drank most of um, the other night without realizing that there was a giant uh, thing of brown stuff on the side of where you put your mouth. And I wondered why it smelled a little weird as I was drinking it. So just take a look at the top of your beer uh, before you drink it. Um, also, hold on, I, backtrack. That brown stuff ended up being uh, not sure, chocolate probably, um, maybe frosting. Uh, but then that made me think of you guys talking about pizza. I tried Empire Pizza this week off of Empire. Have you guys ever been there? So they sell slices and it was actually pretty good. It was seven bucks for two slices and a soda. Um, it's right near the Delta Sonic. There's a plaza across from the Delta Sonic that's near the Wegmans off Empire. 
um, and they're a small pizza shop and I would definitely check them out. Can't get donuts there. Nope. Just, uh, actually I was looking around. I think it's only pizza, but I'm not sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I check it out. It was a good slice. I'm curious how their pies will be, but they had a country sweet chicken slice. That was awesome. Randy, that's funny that you say that because maybe there's something to this uh, with these good slice places. Pontillo's, they they sell pizza and maybe wings. They sell like, there's like not much on the menu. Pat, you mm-hmm. probably saw when you ordered. Yes. <clears throat> so we got, uh, yeah, because we got like a, a large, like a larger, extra large pizza or whatever, but we also got wings. Their wings were also very good. So I recommend their wings too. Nice. Very good. Yeah, I've heard Pontillo's, they do a good wing. Um, and I'll, I'll jump into my plugs. Um, I would like to plug movie scores. Just the scores, scores from movies uh, to listen to because they're, they're awesome. Uh, I had already been kind of hooked into, um, I watched this show called Song Exploder, which is actually based on a podcast called Song Exploder. And they basically go into like the minutia of different songs. And they like it's it's really cool. Chris, have you have you heard that one? Yeah, we've watched the uh, REM losing my religion episode. That was amazing. So that episode, and he my wife about, is telling me I have to mention the Hamilton episode. She said that one was amazing. <laughs> it's because it's uh, yeah, the show's on Netflix, and it's basically a variation on the on what the podcast was. But in that episode, he talked about this movie, this David Bowie movie from like the seventies called Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence which is like an indie flick about a POW in like a Japanese camp or something. And there's this one weird song that they play that sounds kind of like the intro to losing my religion from Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. I've been just listening to that weird instrumental song for some reason, like repeatedly. And then the movie Palm Springs on Hulu has a pretty sweet score. And then actually Chris recommended the movie Prospect and the score That's in sick. Prospect is awesome. It's like really good. And the movie was good too. So, you know, guys, it's cool to listen to, to movie scores when you do stuff like, you know, chop vegetables and, and prep your lunches for the week, which is what I did. And, and one last plug, uh, The Queen's Gambit on Netflix is amazing. It's a great show. What, what is that? You've mentioned that a few times. It's, this, uh, it's based on this novel um, about this girl who's like an orphan and, and she's a chess prodigy and it's a fictional, it was a fictional book. So it's not a true story, but it's, uh, it's an awesome show. Like the first episode's a little slow and she's just kind of in the orphanage, but like once it gets going, you're just getting pumped up about these chess matches. I, I can't even, it's, I loved it. I, like I would watch it again. Like I watched it. I watched them all in just a few days. Chris, have you seen any yet? You, you were talking about, you've been texting about this and it just got me thinking that I freaking love good chess movies. They're so good. Like searching for Bobby Fisher is one of my, is an awesome movie. Finding Forrester. Would you play chess in that? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I know the general rules of chess, but like I, I couldn't win a chess match to save my life. I got so invested in these chess matches. Like I'm like jumping off my couch, like getting fired up. Like it was and it was just the acting was incredible. Well, she, also, and the, the character too has like mental health issues too, right? Like that's yeah. like another like layer to the plot is. Yeah. And addiction issues. And Andy, you were, you were saying something. Yeah. I think this might've sent you down some, some Twitter wormholes. Cause you said, 
you sent out that picture of the, the Queen of England standing on the black and white floor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, she can move in any direction. Yes, I saw that. It was so funny. Um, oh, and also, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that it also has a great score. So tying it to my earlier plug. Did you notice the grout work in that that film? In any of the incredible grout work, especially in the Paris and Russian scenes. Really, really good stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, any anything else to add, dudes? Any anti plugs, Randy? No, I think I'm pretty good. I saw the Hamilton Sonic Explorer it was really good. Nice, very cool. I had something that was really, I wanted to anti-plug something and I already forgot what it was. So it couldn't have been that bad, I guess. Um, so uh, next checkers. time. It's checkers, isn't it? <laughs> lamest game ever. That movie is over in like 20 minutes. Um, okay, dudes. Uh, Tim, Tim Hose and, and Dunkin' Donuts next time. And, and we'll see who will come out on top. Thanks for listening. If you listen this long. Which is doubtful. <laughs> Trash talking about donuts it's from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One whole, two fried, hot tossed. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes four guests. Edit point. Edit point. Edit point. <laughs>